on Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Loz. Please welcome to the show the Prime Minister of Australia, Mr. Anthony Albanese. Albanese. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, good. How good's that? Prime Minister, welcome to Triple M. Oh, he, he doesn't want a bit of Eagles parrot. <laughs> <laughs> right. just, to, just to wake you up. That's yeah. right. Do we call you Prime Minister? Do we call you Mr. Albanese? Or do we call you Albo? Oh, whatever you like, mate. I, I answer to all of the above. All right. All right. Fantastic. All right, Very Albo. informal in this country. Yeah, yeah, you were over in Port Lincoln the other day, and I know you're trying to... Uh, encourage everyone to vote yes, but you gave the big no to the big oyster over there uh, the other day. Why didn't you eat the big oyster that they offered you over in Port Lincoln? Mate, it was the biggest oyster I've ever seen in my life. Yep. <laughs> it looked like it looked like a sirloin steak. <laughs> and and the best oysters are oh, those little ones. Yeah. They're tasty and fantastic. So what, why have one big one when you can have six little ones? That's yeah, that sounds good answer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen some people nearly choke on those big ones, yeah. uh, Albo, so I think you made it, the right decision. And sometimes when... it, was, it was fantastic, the hospitality, I've got to say. We had, uh, I rocked in there to Port Lincoln and I expected the community reception. Oh, he's just dropped out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, People from agriculture and seafood and the port yep. and local Indigenous leaders and all of the councillors. It, it was it was a fantastic reception and it's a, it's a great city, I've got to say. I, I haven't been there before. I'm back in Adelaide now, uh, where I've been many times. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a fantastic place. Yeah. And seeing the export terminal there, we went to the top of the silo and you get this incredible view. And uh, a, a fun fact, Boston Bay is three times the size of Sydney Harbour. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, right beautiful. There. Ah, it's a beautiful spot. All right, let's talk about The Voice. Referendum Day tomorrow. Uh, you would know the polls. You would have read uh, all of the articles. It's not looking good at the moment. Well, I'm hoping uh, that people do vote yes. I, I, I heard your preamble talking about all the information that's been bombarded to people and it's really just about two things it's really simple and clear whether people vote yes or no to this proposition but is up to them but it is just about two things recognizing first australians in our founding document it's just a fact that there were people here before 1788 that should be recognized in my view and secondly just a non-binding advisory committee so we can listen to Indigenous Australians about matters that affect Indigenous Australians. It won't change the parliament decision-making. It's not a right of veto, just the opportunity to listen so that we can get better outcomes. We know that when you talk to people who are directly affected by an issue, you'll get better results. Why are 22 out of the 151 federal electorates voting, only voting yes at the moment? What, what's gone wrong for you? Well, 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 they're not. What an absolute nonsense that survey was. I'm amazed anyone. Well, it wasn't a survey. And you looked at the detail. It was some computer-generated thing by some geek in the UK. Uh, didn't talk to a single person. Uh, one of the things that we know is that every person 
you and me get exactly the same vote. Every one of your listeners gets one vote. Go into the ballot box, make up your own mind, look at what the question is and make your own decision. It won't impact some... Uh, there was another survey today, a front page of the Tizer that was a, a real one, saying what people's priorities were. And that is exactly what I've been saying. This won't impact the lives of 97% of Australians. Won't have any impact whatsoever. Life goes on. But for the 3% of Australians who happen to be the descendants of the original inhabitants of, of this great land that we share with them, it just might make life a bit better for them. So it it, it is an act of, uh, for someone else uh, for that, that won't be impacted in this case, uh, the first Australians, you know, it, in my view, it is just the fair go. It's the right thing to do. And that's why I'm hoping that Australians will vote yes. Now, it's it's not over, obviously, until the, the votes are in and um, polling isn't always accurate. We've seen that in the past. But if it is a no, what's the next step? I mean, this has been a very... And I don't know if anyone intended it to be divisive, but it has been divisive, in my opinion. There are a lot of people who will be wanting still for change to happen. What will be the next steps after this if it is a no? Well, no is where we are now. That's what we're living in. Um, you know, there, there, there won't be a change. Uh, that's why I hope people vote yes. Uh, Eight-year life expectancy gap. Greater chance of an Indigenous young man going to jail than a university. Twice the suicide rate. Twice the chance of an Indigenous young woman dying in childbirth. Mm -hmm. Diseases that impact Indigenous people in places like the APY lands and other parts of remote Australia that, that have been eradicated uh, in uh, most places of the world. Uh, so we, we do need, in my view, to do something better. This is an opportunity. It's, it's a request. This isn't, hasn't come from me or politicians. This has come from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people themselves who spent years working up this proposal leading up to 2017 at the meeting that was held at, at Uluru. And I, I just hope that people do vote yes because I, I want things to get better. Prime Minister, having heard everything you just said, I agree with it 100%. We look at education, health, employment in the Indigenous communities. It's at an all-time low. We know all the issues and the problems. And I'm not pointing my finger at you when I say this, but past governments and past generations of people in charge. But we know that at the moment we spend just short of about $40 billion on Indigenous programs and people in this country. And they say that about $6 billion of it gets to the source. Why don't perhaps you be the first Prime Minister and the first government to change all of that. Because all of us would be behind it. I want to see all of our Indigenous people do well and infiltrate into community and go to university and have jobs and, and let's talk about yeah, their life right. expectancy. So what, what, rather than this referendum, how about all of us? Spend the money better. How about we spend the money better and how about we actually put programs in place that, first of all, work and the money actually reaches the source, the sources and gets spent in those areas that it's actually meant for? Well, that's exactly what we're trying to do Well, here. this won't do it. The uh, referendum the, won't the, do that. They the, won't the, do it. The, the, well, it will do it. The, the figure you use, by the way, isn't right. That's been completely discredited. Um, well, it's, it's, widely, anyway. it's widely reported in a lot of surveys and I, I, university I reports that you read. Reported. I realise it's been reported, but it's not right. Um, well, we've done this for the, too long. We've made these mistakes for too long. We, we know that we, we have, throw bad money after bad money and we waste it 
and we're just not getting the right outcomes, are we? That's exactly right. And and you know how you get better outcomes? By instead of bureaucrats in Canberra saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. For example, we're going to uh, send fridges to everyone in a community yep. who, without talking to the people in the community who will let you know, by the way, we haven't got enough electricity to plug in the fridges to be able to deal with things. If you talk with people on the ground, if we get that input, that voice from people locally, what you'll do is you'll get better efficiency, you'll get better outcomes. And we know that the programs that have really worked are community health programs that involve Indigenous people. Our Indigenous ranges programs have been effective. Justice reinvestment has been really effective. Uh, for example, during the pandemic, at the beginning, I remember being briefed that Indigenous Australians were facing catastrophic uh, results, consequences, because uh, they were not getting vaccinated. They're, they're, it was impossible for them to uh, to separate, to socially distance, because they were all in overcrowded places. There, there were real concerns. It was only when the bureaucrats actually got out, spoke to people, Indigenous people got some ownership over the way that the programs were run and also got some responsibility. That's the other things about efficiency. If we give Indigenous Australians a voice, then they'll have responsibility for the outcomes. At the moment, there's a disconnect there. And that's what uh, Indigenous Australians are saying. Uh, that's why they've made this request to us to say, just listen to us about matters that affect them. It'd be like uh, any other group. It'd be like uh, never, uh, make, never talking to people in South Australia about matters that affect South Australians. Mm -hmm. uh, people on the ground will have more idea about what is needed and out of that you'll get better better efficiency no one's saying you need uh you need more money to be spent this is about doing things better and i think it will actually save money if you get some of that waste out of the system well good luck tomorrow i hope everyone gets a, a choice uh, well they do get a choice to go and vote and vote for what they believe in and uh, i think everyone as dit said wants uh, indigenous australians to have a better more successful life and hopefully uh, whether the yes or no vote goes through that can happen anyway but you've got your hands full with the housing crisis electricity prices fuel prices youth crime pedophilia you know you got that many things on your agenda mate you're going to be a busy man so good luck <laughs> thank, thank, thanks very much and that's why we've been uh that's why we've been out there doing things i opened an urgent care clinic here in adelaide just uh just last week We've got a tripling of the bulk billing incentive on Medicare comes in for next month. Cheaper childcare started in July. Fee-free TAFE is out there and running with 200,000 places dealing with the skills crisis. We had an employment white paper just last week. We've created over 500,000 jobs. So we're doing all of this, all of this, but at the same time, we hope that Australians do, uh, do the right thing and vote yes and of course, it's up to every Australian to make up their own mind, but I sincerely hope we get a positive outcome tomorrow. Thanks right. very much for having me on the program. Good on you, Prime Enjoy Minister. Thanks for your time. Thank, Thank you. you.